A special shout out to our listeners in Peachtree Corners, Georgia, Spurger, Texas, and Eddington, England. Thank you so much for listening and for just being part of this community. We appreciate you. Welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here, you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. What's up, plant-centered listeners? My name is Ashley. Welcome to the show today. I have two incredible guests on the show named Robbie and Mia Graham. So they are the proprietors of Revelations Cafe, which is a plant-based restaurant in Tampa, Florida, which they founded in 2018. And y'all, I already looked at the menu because I don't know if you know, my parents live part-time down in Florida, about an hour away from the cafe. And I already told them, Next time I come to visit, we're making the trip because first of all, the menu looks delicious and Robbie and Mia are just incredibly sweet people. Their story was also featured in a new documentary film called Revelations Cafe, Food for the Soul. And in their book, 222 says it was always you. And we included links to the cafe, to their documentary, and to their book in the show notes. So you can easily access those as much as you want. I am really excited for you to hear Robbie's story, which I will say, and I mentioned this in our interview a little bit, when they reached out to be on the show, usually I'll run it by Katie and the team and just be like, okay, is this a good fit? But I didn't even need to do that. I was like, yes, we are having Robbie on the show because his story is wild. Let me just say that he had this situation happen while he was at the gym. He was a hardcore meat eater and you probably already know he does not eat that way anymore, but it was pretty wild. And honestly, pretty wild that he is still living today with everything that transpired. And it took him really changing his life around massively in many different ways for him to be still with us today. So really excited for you to hear Robbie's story and Mia is with us as well. And it was just so wonderful talking with them both on the show. So I won't keep you any longer. Here are Robbie and Mia. Let's welcome them to the show. Y'all welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you so much. Absolutely. So to give the listener an idea of how we met, so someone had recommended your story, Robbie, to me and kind of gave me a brief glimpse into what happened. And as soon as I read it, I was like, no brainer. I want to have Robbie and Mia on the show. We want to talk about this. So Robbie, I'm excited to kind of go back to what life was like before the incident um, and kind of what you were doing, how you were eating, and then how things sort of progressed from there. Well, the, the the beginning beginning was is that I was an IV drug user and I was homeless at the Salvation Army about 10 years ago and um, changed my life. Actually, the Lord came in and changed my life. And um, that's when I met Mia is in my journey as from a homeless man coming out of recovery. I met Mia and we got married short. She married a homeless guy, believe it or not. So it's pretty that's that's a unique story all in itself. But if we're referring to. um <clears throat> The incident that basically blew me away was um, when Mia got this vision about Revelations Cafe, it was going to be a plant-based uh, cafe uh, with vegetarian options. And um, 
I was laughing because I was a carnivore at heart and I did not, did not want to buy into that at all. I told her it was a great concept, but I was going to support her, but I, I was, it's not my cup of tea. I'm not going to eat uh, plants, just not going to do it. And, but I'll support you. So long story short, about four months before we opened this wonderful cafe, uh, we were in the gym training and I was working out and uh, I started to get severe pains. I was already dealing with it for about a month or so. I was getting chest pains, but I thought I pulled something because I've always trained. I've always lifted as a competitive bodybuilder when I was younger. So I just felt like, you know, I must have, you know, pulled a pack. I got an in, internal pit tear in there and and it just kept bothering me. And then eventually it got to the point when I was at this one workout. And as I was in the middle of my workout, the pain got so intense that I could barely catch my breath. And then I started getting radiating pains down my left arm. And at that moment, I knew that was it. So I walked over to her. I think she was doing abs. I think she was on the ab machine. And I said, hey, I'm done. And she goes, what do you mean you're done? I go, I'm done. And she looked at me. She goes, oh, my God, you're having a heart attack. Because she could see I was, I was like my eyes are practically rolling back in my head. I was pale as a ghost. And so wow. she immediately went and grabbed the car, got me into the car, immediately got me in the car. And five minutes, not even five minutes, she had me in the ER. And they wheeled me right in and they were able to retard the heart attack. They stopped it. And uh, at that point in time, they determined they needed to admit me. And then I was cardiac catted the next morning on a Sunday, which they never do. But that's how serious they thought my heart condition was that they brought the uh, cardiologist in. And then that's when they stent in my left coronary artery. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Mia, what was going through your mind when Robbie's coming over to you, pale and his eyes are rolling back? Like that had been terrifying. It, it was terrifying, and uh, I. But I knew because I was watching him throughout these weeks leading up to the event, and I knew something was wrong. Um, I was contributing uh, because I was making his food. Uh, I was using, you know, I'm from the south, from South Georgia, so we use bacon grease on everything. Like, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon grease on eggs, bacon grease on bacon, bacon grease on steak, like bacon grease on chicken, it just everything, vegetables, that's how you season. I mean, that's like liquid gold. Right. Um, so, and, and you know, I was baking a lot and, and with butter. And so, um, you know, I, I, I really didn't, uh, he didn't look on the outside. He was chunkier. No, you're not chunky mm. now, though, by the way. Thank but, you. <laughs> Not chunky or he yeah. was he was he was on the heavier side at the time. Um, his belly was protruding a little bit because you know you can you can be unhealthy and go to the gym. Oh yes, you, yep. You can be unhealthy and go to the gym, and you can you can look you know like you've got muscle, but on top of that muscle, you've got the that unhealthy layer of, of fat, and so that was that was where he was at that mm -hmm. time. But um, yeah, when I got him to the hospital and they said, oh, he's having a heart attack. I wasn't even panicked. The people in the hospital were more panicked than I was because at wow. that point, I think I was just like, okay, this is all going to work out. You know, yeah. I just had faith that everything was going to work out. And uh, when he went into the hospital, um, it was like, okay, now we can finally get you some help because yeah. I knew something wasn't right. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that it was going to be a heart attack. Didn't expect it to be a heart attack, but I just knew something was off. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I was going to say, so it's so funny is, um, while I'm recovering, uh, I have a, a brother in the Lord that, you know, is a, a vegan. And, you know, of course I I used to pick on him a little bit and I made fun of him as, you know, cause you eat like a bird and real men eat meat, you know? And so, uh, 
He goes, I got something for you, but he says, you're going to have to take it serious. And I went, all right. So he sends me Dr. Esselstyn's book, Reverse and Prevent Heart Disease. Wow. So I started to read this book. And the more I read this book, the more angrier I got because the science was convicting me. You know, and I, because of my faith, I read the Bible. When I read the Bible, it convicts my soul. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. man, this is truth here. I, I really love this. Well, I started reading Esselstyn's book and I got extremely convicted. So the more I got convicted, I, I basically said, all right, that's it. So I, I decided I'm going to go plant-based. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I could go on to the bitter end and keep eating what was clogging all my arteries or I can make the changes. So uh, reluctantly, I did it. And uh, I can only say within three months time, my cardiologist nearly fell out of his chair because the results of my, my cholesterol, overall cholesterol, my blood pressure completely went away. I had, I, they were able to take me off blood pressure medication because I had high blood pressure. Wow. Um, my cholesterol dropped over 100 points. And I started to feel the absolute benefits of a plant-based diet from a recovery perspective, something that I was not used to as a... A former bodybuilder, I was always, you know, I'd pump hard, but I'd always be puffed, be right. breathing hard. And I can tell you that honestly, I've never, my cardiovascular fitness, four years removed from eating uh, meat, has been phenomenal. Wow. And you're still lifting to this day, right? And yes, so, how ma'am. is that? How is that for you? I love it. Uh, you know, granted, I, I will admit that I don't have the strength that I did because I've become homeostatic. That's one thing about a plant based diet that I try to tell people if you want to become homeostatic and you don't want to yo yo up and down, change your lifestyle, eat plants. I just try to maintain more healthier plants, but I will admit I I still eat uh, plant-based junk food on occasions. Yep. Yep. And for those of you listening, who's putting quotes around plant-based junk food, because you're right. I mean, those items are convenient. Plus I know that you're in an incredible cafe, which I'm sure I want to definitely, I definitely want to talk about that more, but there's just something about when you're living this really busy lifestyle, you're running back and forth, doing multiple things, those convenience Mm -hmm. foods to have their time in place. So absolutely. So Robbie, leading up to your basically heart attack at the gym, mm-hmm. was was your doctor trying to like warn you, like, hey, like maybe the way you're eating isn't quite aligned, or did you even no, make that he connection? Told me, no, he told me to keep doing what I was doing, that I was doing great. Of course, yes, he was trying to warn me. Um, but you know, and most of the doctors will educate you, they'll tell you to eat more Mediterranean, you know, get leaner cuts of fish, maybe chicken, get get rid of the red meat, cut back on dairy. Uh, so that was primarily, and I kind of started the Mediterranean road out, but once I got the Esselstyn book and I really dove into the science behind it, I had to go that way. And oil was the first thing that I cut out too. Uh, and I, I have oil in my diet now because now that I've, I'm four years removed and the cardiovascular disease has been somewhat put in check from what I understand. Yep. And, um, you know, because I still, it's, let's face it, basically let's look at it from the point, how do you feel? And so if I was, you know, still gaining weight, having gastrointestinal and all that, I probably would rethink it, but I don't eat a lot of oil. There's a little bit here and there on some of the different things that I eat, but, um, the whole food plant-based, uh, lifestyle is really the key. If you want to get really serious about reversing any cardiovascular disease. Yes. And we'll link that book as well, because that is, that can be an incredibly impactful book for anybody who is struggling with heart disease or high cholesterol, or even like high blood pressure, that can be an incredible tool just to help ease, hopefully convict you or ease you away from eating maybe Mm -hmm. the way that you're eating that might not be beneficial for your health. So do you miss meat at all? Or do you miss the way that you used to eat? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. 
at this point in time in my life, I do not miss it at all. But I will be honest, every now and again, I have I have sushi. Yeah. Every now and again. Every now and again. It's the only my I have no desire for red meat, no desire for chicken, eggs, dairy, none of that. I've completely eliminated it and I don't miss it at all. But again, this is also about, you know, educating people and not shaming anyone. That's why our cafe is we're a plant-based cafe with vegetarian options. So we do do real eggs and some real cheese. But when people come in the door, believe it or not, I'm at the register a lot of the times. And I always tell them, try a just egg omelet. And generally, you'd be surprised when they eat it. They're like, wow, I didn't realize you could actually have an omelet that tastes that good. And it's not real eggs. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm excited. You know, there's actually, a. have you been to the vegan sushi restaurant in St. Petersburg? Of it, but okay. Yeah. No, but we did do it. We actually did a class because we do plant peer pod meetings here because we're affiliated with the the plant peer yes. uh, communities. Yeah. So we do pod meetings, and we actually had uh, one of the sushi places that's uh, different, different, but they they do a plant based sushi class, and they came over and we made rolls, and it was really fun, oh. and it was really good. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool to hear. Last time I was in Florida, it was a few months ago, we were able to go to that vegan sushi restaurant and it was, it just blew my mind. And I'm hoping that more restaurants like y'all's and that restaurant will um, become more popular, especially in the Florida area, which can be a bit challenging in some of the areas to find plant-based friendly restaurants. Yes. yes. It's growing though. The movement of, of, of education, awareness to plant-based lifestyle and the benefits of eating more plants. And also too, the pandemic really affected the meat supply, the meat industry. So I think a lot of people started to make some of the changes then just because of health reason, availability, Mm -hmm. prices. And so it's all working out. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's all working out. Yeah. So Robbie, when you were in the hospital, did they say anything like you should be dead or we can't even believe that you made (laughs) through this? Like, what was that like? Well, it was really the post-op, uh, my, my first post-op appointment, Mia went with me and she can attest to this. So I'm very lighthearted. I have a sense of humor. I, I just love, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Jesus freak that just loves life. And I just float through, I'm, I'm, you know, enjoying life. And so I have a, a very quirky sense of humor. And so I'm very lighthearted. And it's funny, I go into, to my first appointment, we're sitting in the cardiologist and I remember looking to my left and I see a guy over there eating like a cheeseburger in the cardiologist. And I'm just thinking, I'm, I'm laughing on the inside going, that's crazy, right? Yeah. And, and so I go in there and I, I hadn't been plant-based yet, but I really started to watch my diet because I knew I needed to. It was like two weeks after my, my surgery. And so she said, you know, I'm like going, hey, how are you? And she's like, good, Mr. Graham. And how are you feeling? I said, I'm feeling pretty good, this and that. And I'm joking around. And she looked at me and she says, with a straight face, she goes, do you understand how bad a shape you're in? I mean, she got really, she was a nurse practitioner and I looked at her and and I'm like, what? And she goes, your heart's a mess. She goes, you have multiple blockages in all of your arteries, not to mention you've got a stent in your left coronary artery. Your right coronary artery needed one, but the doctor couldn't get it in. So we had to retract it. And then your other supporting arteries needed to be uh, stented as well, but we couldn't do it because of the time frame that I was under the anesthesia and they needed to get me out. So she says, you've got to make some serious changes. And I was like, that's when the reality kind of hit me like a freight train, like, oh, wow, this is worse than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I don't know, like your working out style, if you, people, if you work out with people or talk to people about your diet, did anyone notice or did you tell anybody about it? Uh, People started to notice because of the dramatic weight loss that I had had in a rapid period of time. 
Um, but one of the things that I think people noticed the most was that my pace picked up because I cardio bodybuild. So for, I'll explain that briefly for anybody who's listening. Yeah. Cardio bodybuilding generally is when you use opposing muscle groups, like, let's say chest and back. They're two large muscles in the upper body, but what you can do is do a set of chest. You do like a bench press or a dumbbell press, and then you leave that station immediately with no rest. You go over and you do a set of pull downs. You do lat pulls. And now you're doing your back. So while you're doing your lat pulls, your chest muscles resting, but your cardiovascular system is not getting a chance to come back down. So you keep your cardiovascular system spiked. So I do intense cardio bodybuilding. So I, I do, and I try to go as heavy as I can for my, my weight. And uh, I get busy and, and I do 30 minutes of hard cardio bodybuilding and I chest and back one day, legs and abs the next, shoulder and his arm. And then I take a day off and then I repeat the, the rotation. Wow. Wow. I mean, similar to how you looked at your friend who was vegan and, you know, a little, little weird. Um, has, have you gotten any pushback from anybody? I've been like, oh, you know, Robbie, I don't know if you should be doing this. I, I've, there's a few people that, you know, want to do the opposing science and, you know, there's the keto, the ketogenic, um, and, you know, more, more of a carnivore diet and that, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you that I can say that from the physical aspect on the outside, that certainly is, it's, it works. I've seen a friend of mine lose tremendous weight, get cut on a, on a keto diet, eating meat and dairy. Um, but the real question is, is what does the inside look like? And the only way that you can ever get that, I believe it's called a, um, it's a, it's a CT. There's a scan that they do now that you can go look and it. Basically it's a plaque scan so that they can determine whether you've got, you know, plaque build up in your arteries. Mm -hmm. So I, I would be, it'd be interesting to see somebody that's been keto for a long period of time, go get one of those scans and to see. And I only know this, the one science that I can stand 100% behind is blood flow. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that when you eat plants, you don't retard your blood flow, but when you eat meat, you immediately become sluggish. Yes. No doubt in my mind. Yep. No, you're spot on with that. In fact, that low carb diets, you know, like you're saying, even with keto, it's like, oh yeah, I'm looking great. I'm losing weight, but what is actually going on on the inside? And the same with blood flow. We know that eating a low carb diet or eating a high fat, high protein diet stiffens those arteries. So it's harder for your blood to be flowing. And yeah, you're spot on there. And it's scary to think about these people who are on those diets for a long period of time with the potential impact it's having on their health that we don't see. Okay. So how was it going from, you know, you're doing your follow-up appointments, um, Mia, you're wanting to create this cafe because it hadn't happened yet, right? We were in the process of the build out. Okay. All right. He had the heart attack. Okay. So he had already reluctantly said yes, that he would do it, but he wasn't going to eat the plant-based lifestyle. He was <clears> going <throat> to just continue doing what he did. And so it was during that build out phase when he had the heart attack. So wow. before we actually opened, he was literally the face of Revelations Cafe. It was so amazing how it ended up that way. So I, I have to be honest. I, I want to you know, be very transparent with the audience because I think this is really imperative. Um, both me and I are, are, are believers in the Lord. We, we love Jesus very much. And that's who brought us together specifically. We, we came together in him. And so what I want people to understand is that I truly believe in destiny. I know that we all have a divine destiny. Every one of us, we were created for a purpose. We're all uniquely and wonderfully and fearfully made. So is it possible? I'm going to ponder this question and I want your audience to ponder it. Is it possible that the Lord gave me this vision for this plant-based vegetarian cafe, knowing that one day 
I would be in her life and that there might be this potential that I would have a serious medical condition where a plant-based diet would help reverse that condition to give me a longer life and to still be her husband and be around instead of being six feet under. Yeah, right. I'm just I saying. Mean, I. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think there's some providential intervention right there. So I don't think you can deny it that it was meant to be. And there was something going on there behind the scenes that you all probably weren't aware of when you first got together. 100%. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So how has it been opening the cafe? I mean, what's it been like and how many years has it been open now? It's almost been four years. February 22nd. Okay. This year will be four years. Okay. Nice. Which is, which is 222, right? Yes. And this is the book that the Lord had me and I write, 222 says it was always you. And this wow. is the real life story, the backstory behind Revelations Cafe, how we met, fell in love, and um, our, our journey and our walk together that led us to where we are today. Oh, wow. And just since you showed that book, where can people get it? And we'll include the link to it and everything in the show notes. Sure. Barnes & Noble and Amazon both are carrying it. Okay. All right. Perfect. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. When did the book come out? It uh, December second of uh, last year, so twelve two of twenty two. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, and, and and our our grand opening on two twenty two was not planned. That's just it's part of our journey and part of our story. That's why the book was written because it's based on a scripture in the book of Acts, chapter two, verse twenty two, that talks about Jesus performing miracle signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. And so that's what our whole journey has been about, and it's. So cool. We actually got married on the day of Pentecost in uh, 2014. Oh my goodness. Wow. So many little things adding up over time that you just, you really can't, I mean, you couldn't force stuff like this to happen. Yeah. No, ma'am. No. And when I, before I met Robbie, I, the Holy Spirit told me to start taking pictures of certain things. And I didn't really know why I was taking pictures until those pictures ended up foretelling our story. So it was a prophetic picture, literally. And so it was like, okay, you have to take pictures. If you don't take pictures, people will never believe what you're saying is true. In a lot of these these scenarios, the mathematical probability of some of these things taking place is you can't. It's not Mm -hmm. possible. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know... us coming together was always about God's plan for our life. And the cafe was never part of my plan. I wouldn't have, I would have never opened up a cafe. I mean, with no experience, we had no experience. Um, Neither one of us were pursuing a career in the restaurant business at all. I don't, I can't even imagine why people wouldn't do that. It is so (laughs) hard for us. Not just about eating plant-based. It's about when you eat, how you eat, why you eat, you know, because a lot of people emotionally eat and they're Mm -hmm. eating just because they're bored or, you know, they're, they're upset. They're angry. They're tired. Mm -hmm. Various reasons why people eat. So it's important to us, the whole mind, body, spirit connection, you know, because we are three part beings. So if you're nurturing one and not the others, then you're going to get out of balance. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I never liked meat. And this is something I think, (laughs) I think people, um, you know, find themselves in situations like this all the time where they eat what they were fed as a child. They didn't ask, they just ate. Then you grow up and it's just what you do. You know, yep. it's yep. it's like Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter. Everybody's got the turkey, the ham, and it's a traditional thing, especially mm-hmm. if you live in the United States. If you're American, 
You know, that's what you do. I always ate it because it was what was served. And I even prepared it because it was all I knew. I didn't grow up eating uh, plant-based. I mean, we ate a lot of vegetables, but again, the vegetables had bacon grease. And I think a lot of people do things just, you know, intuitively or instinctively because it's just the way, and they don't even realize like, why am I doing this? They're not Mm -hmm. asking themselves, why do I believe the way I do? Why do I eat the way I do? Why do I think the way I do? Um, You know, because it's something that comes from your environment, your Mm -hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once, once you're educated on the benefits of, of a spiritual life and the benefits of eating more vegetables, more fruit, more grains, and, and just a whole food plant-based diet, then you start to realize, why did I even really eat, need yeah. to eat meat? Our, our documentary, it's revelationscafefilm.com. Okay. And it's a, ni- it's a 90 minute documentary. And it was filmed by John Corey, who is the producer and director of Forks Over Knives. He also did Nelson and Kim's documentary, Plant Pure Nation. Yeah. He was a friend of mine from high school. So when we go back to remember the whole faith piece and we talk about divine destiny, when we were building the cafe, literally two weeks before we opened, I got an instant message from John Corey. And he says, hey, I see you guys are building the plant-based box and loots. Maybe you saw my films. And he put them up there, forks over. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just got done watching both of them. And I said, I'm on the Esselstyn diet. And, <laughs> you know, And so we connected. And then we, when we reconnected and then the pandemic hit, me, I really was feeling like the Lord was speaking to her about rebranding and just thinking about making the cafe a little bit more nutritionish, you know, get away from some of the processed uh, plant-based foods and more, you know, whole food. And mm-hmm. um, that's when John reached out to us and I had sent him a copy of our manuscript for the book. I sent him a copy of this prior to it being uh, edited and then published. And so when he read our story, he goes, we've got to do a documentary on your cafe. And wow. so the rest they say is his story. Oh my goodness. With our documentary film page, people can go to the Revelations Cafe film page to watch the documentary. They can watch for free or they can donate. It's a donation model, which means that they want to help us bring it to more countries, put it in different languages and share this uh, this message with, with people. Those donations help us to continue to put it out there for other people to see it. Okay. Um, the other thing is, is that we have an all access pass. I believe it's $79 right now. If they buy the all access pass, they get a plethora of information of all of the luminaries that are on the page, which includes Dr. Jim Markham, uh, Scott Stoll, Dr. Lori Marbus, Dr. Or, yeah, Dr. Hans Deal, my cardiologist is on there. We've got a couple of faith clips that are on there. So it's a it's a plethora of information. It's discounts on our Kim and Nelson's. Uh, I want to say it's, it talks about the film, but it talks about some of Kim's new cookbooks. Okay. Um, there's uh, there's links to the uh, eCornell and discounts for eCornell. So it's a great, great resource for anybody that wants to become part of the family and join the movement. Yeah, wonderful. And we'll include as much as we can uh, in the show notes. That way people can just click very easily and check everything out. Well, I'm excited to watch this myself. So I'm, yeah, thrilled for you all. So, you know, you have this cafe and so y'all are still working out. And I mean, what what is kind of day-to-day life? If you just wouldn't mind giving us like a quick glimpse, I'm sure the listeners are interested in like, okay, y'all own a restaurant, you're working out, you created this documentary, you wrote this book. How in the world did you do it all? So balance uh you know it's the whole you've got to have your mind right and just being disciplined and intentional uh waking up earlier than what we need to so that way we have more time to go to the gym and to just get ourselves organized for the day because we do own a restaurant and it is busy and so you never know how the day's going to go or how long the days are going to be or if somebody's going to show up or not and so 
Um, we just try to get the things that are important to our health mm -hmm. as far as like the workout done first thing in the morning. So that way, when we come to work and just try to be mindful of what we're eating throughout the day, because we do have baked goods. We have plant-based, a whole array of plant-based baked goods. And so it would be really easy to just grab, you know, a cupcake throughout the day. So just be mindful of the mm -hmm. foods that we're eating throughout the day and um, just staying active and prayerful. Yeah. Lots of prayer. Yeah. Lots of prayer. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we look at it this way. The root word of, uh, you know, Jesus surrounded himself with 12 guys and he called them disciples. And the root word of disciple is discipline. So what what our hope is, is that we can educate people to be more mindful of saying, you know what, I'm going to make a commitment. I'm going to stick to it. And guess what? It takes 21 days to form a new habit habit. If it takes 21 days, give it 21 days, you know, start start out walking, you know, start gradual walk, then learn to, you know, maybe jog lightly. Start going to the gym one or two days a week and doing light upper body just to get used to feeling the weights and getting used to it. People don't have to just run right out and become yeah. immediately submerged in plant-based, become immediately vegan, and then go to the gym and walk into it. Yep. Let it become part of who you are. Let it become a habit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where is your restaurant located in the Tampa area? For someone listening, they're like, I think I could actually go there. Yeah. We're in Lutz, Florida. It's spelled L-U-T-Z. And uh, it's just a, it's a Northern suburb of, of the greater Tampa Bay area. Okay. Wonderful. And do you have yes. a couple menu items that you're particularly fond of or that you would recommend for someone coming to visit? Uh, well, Robbie has a lot of menu items that he <laughs> loves. He loves, he actually, he was like a PB and J guy. I'm not kidding you. And what's really funny. I have to say this because it's actually quite funny to me anyway. <laughs> um, my boys, they're older now, but they were younger uh, when all of this was taking place and you know there's a particular protein cookie on the market that's very good and very easy and tastes great um yep. and so they would call him protein cookie robbie because he would literally eat two cookies and two peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day this was before the heart attack happened so he had gotten a little bit like i was saying earlier a little bit you know a little heavier um you know, than, than he would like to have been at the time. And, uh, so, um, I was going somewhere with the whole protein cookie. Just uh, that my, I, it was so funny because when we opened this restaurant, I vowed that I would never be a cook or a dishwasher. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, but, but interestingly enough, he went from <clears throat> eating the protein cookies and the peanut butter sandwiches to literally, uh, creating half of them, uh, like half of the menu. He's the one who's come up wow. with the recipes. And so we have some, uh, we have like Philly cheesesteak wraps. Uh, we have bowls. I love the Brussels bowl. I'm more of the whole food plant-based. Mm -hmm. I don't do the, you know, the, the substitute meats. I just don't prefer them because I never mm -hmm. really liked meat anyway. Yep. Uh, but the Brussels bowl is good. We have Brussels wrap, but we also have breakfast. We have uh, just egg omelets and uh, pancakes, vegan pancakes. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, we have, a, we have a lot to <clears throat> choose from. And like I said, to bring that balance and we have an array of plant-based desserts we have cupcakes cinnamon rolls cookies cinnamon uh coffee cake we have everything Ooh. anything you can think of we have it yeah. a, a lot of our our, our uh, menu too is um we're starting to switch more to like a, like a natural gluten-free and yeah. with coconut sugars and stuff like that and our chef Lori martin is an amazing amazing plant-based chef uh who's really an amazing baker. So she's come up with some amazing recipes. People eat them and they're like, are you kidding me? This is not only vegan, it's gluten-free and it tastes this good. 
Yep. So we're doing the best we can to push the ball forward with more healthier eating. A um, couple of my favorite recipes are the buffalo uh, chicken wrap, C-H-I-K apostrophe N. <laughs> Uh-huh. And you can use, we have about four or five proteins that you can choose from that are plant-based to put in there to make that buffalo flavor really excellent. And then of course, I, I'm a just egg guy when it comes, I make a, I, I make a Greek omelet that on a just eggs that'll knock your socks off. And it comes with your choice of uh, either sweet potatoes or regular potato wedges and some sprouted toast with our vegan maple butter. And uh, we do a homemade maple dipping sauce for our sweet potatoes. It's made, it's a, it's a maple mustard dipping sauce. And when people eat it with the sweet potatoes, they freak out. So well, I already looked at the menu. I'm like, I want to get an omelet and the gluten-free pancakes when I go. So I cannot wait. So yep. Yeah. Gluten-free pancakes are amazing and you can get them with chocolate chips, vegan oh. chocolate chips. You can get them with strawberries. You can get them with banana, banana nut. We got pecans. Mia's family was in the pecan business, still is, been, oh. been in for over a hundred years in Georgia. So a lot of times we have her family ship us down to pecans and then we roast our own pecans and we make our own pecan butter here. Oh my god. It's amazing. Oh, I yeah. bet it is. I bet it's it on the acai bowls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that sounds lovely. Okay. I don't know about you listening, but I am drooling right now. <laughs> I need something to eat. The sound this all sounds amazing. And I, I truly cannot wait to visit. We are going to make it happen 100 percent When you tell us you're coming down, I, I'll tell you what I tell my customers. Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you all so much for coming on the show. And Robbie, thank you for sharing your story and just everything for being so transparent and vulnerable. We really appreciate that and appreciate y'all. Thank, thank you, you so much. Yep. Very sweet. Thank Absolutely. you, Ashley. Yep. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast today. If you found this episode inspiring, please share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Until next time, keep thriving.